For the thousands in attendance, for the millions watching around the world. You know what that means, boys and girls? The devils! Settle! Goodbye and good night. Bang! What's up, Rest Friends? My name is Edie. And my name is Teddy. And you are listening to the Rest Friends podcast. And boy, oh boy. Do we have an episode ready for you guys? Oh my gosh. There is so much to talk about and we're going to cover it all here from the Continental Classic on AEW to the recent Survivor Series pay-per-view. We got full gear and yeah, the return of CM Punk. <laughs> I don't I don't even know. Like that sounded so crazy. What do you mean the return of CM Punk? The re-return, the re-re-return. Are we back in 2021? Like what is happening? What is happening? So Teddy, you and I were at Survivor Series last night. Um, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I got to do press. So I was not sitting next to you. And Mm-mm. I'm going to tell you that I was a little sad because I was sitting by myself. Oh. And yes, there were other people in the row. But like the two seats on each side of me were empty. And like I didn't have I wasn't able to like have conversations with anyone throughout the whole show. So I was just like recording my little bits and pieces. And then the whole time I'm like, I'm thinking about like, I wonder what Teddy's doing. Aww. I wonder what Sergio's doing. I bet you Sergio's like ha ha he heeing and Teddy's like having a great old time. <laughs> and I'm here recording. Like great like I I thought it was great, but I, I just missed you. So it was like cause the first time we always go to wrestling shows we go together. together. I know. So it was a little struggle for me, but yeah. Oh, restaurant, <laughs> I thought about you too. Mm-hmm. I tried looking for you, but I was looking in the wrong section. I thought 101 was in a whole different section. So I obviously couldn't I obviously didn't find you. But yeah. I missed you. When Sergio and I go to shows, um, just him and I, mm-hmm. it's very different. Cause we already know Sergio's a quiet person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, we do talk, but yeah. it's not like me and you that we joke around. Yes. We laugh at everything. Restaurant, we like we play too much. We absolutely do. Sometimes I feel like I need to shut up at wrestling shows. <laughs> because no, I don't think so. The other day when we were at Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> having a great time, by the we way. Ha- yeah, having a great time. Second row, but then first row for Ring of Honor because the people left and we got to move up. And they were so nice, right? Because they, they so didn't nice have to be nice. It. Which I was thinking they were shady the whole time because me that man too. had his jacket next to him. And I'm like, I know he did not pay for that seat. And people were asking him, is this seat reserved? Taken. And he said yes. And he said yes. And like, but not knowing that it was reserved for, for his, his jacket. jacket. Mm. Anyway. I got over it really quick when he was like, oh, yeah. His wife was like, oh, yeah, you guys can move up. And we're like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> so we moved up. But yeah, so, it was, so Sergio, there's one point. Sergio had like his hand around you or whatever. And uh-huh. like you faced Sergio a little bit. And here I am still like, ha restaurant. Oh, my God, restaurant. Yeah, like, yo te jalaba pa acá. And I'm like, damn, I wonder if Sergio's like, please, Edie, be so fucking for real right now. <laughs> restaurant he loves it he hears it all he he loves it he loves when he hears us talking i don't know if you ever noticed he giggles he just giggles yeah and that means we're funny let me tell you <laughs> if sergio giggles at something you say that means you're funny a giggle is the the approval the stamp of approval from yes. sergio i love that yes he's he's a great guy 10 out of 10 10 out of love 10. to see it 100 out of 10 for me <laughs> 100 out of 10 yes restaurant absolutely <laughs> Love it, love it. But yes, we're you were so missed. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, okay. Regardless of the fact that I wasn't there or you, we weren't there together. <laughs> how did you enjoy a show by yourself? How was that? It wasn't bad, but also I'm like, well, I wonder if it's because like I didn't have like really annoying people around me, mm-hmm. so that definitely made it more enjoyable. And I had a good view. It was a nice time, and afterwards. 
Well, I guess we'll talk about what happened afterwards, but let's talk about the matches, right? Okay. So we can start with the women's war games match, which how beautiful did all of the women look, first of beautiful, all? Beautiful. Yes. Absolutely. Bianca coming out in two braids. Mm-hmm. Mm, iconic. I knew those were going to be weapons immediately, and they were. <laughs> so I was um, super excited to see her and her gear. EO Sky. The fact that that woman went up to the cage to recreate her iconic war games um, spot from last time. She put herself inside of a trash can, but the trash can was outside. So Dakota Kai was also outside and she helped her out. Insane. Just watching her like be innovative in that match. Right. I feel like she is forever the queen of war games matches. Yeah. Did you like this match? What did you think? I liked the match. We got there a little bit late because um, remember parking, oh, yes. parking, parking was a little situation. crazy. Guys, Allstate is literally insane. Insane. I have never, I had never seen Allstate like this, but I've it's also so have never been to Allstate where they open every single seat. Mm-hmm. So I can understand, like park the parking oh, lot yeah, got every full. Every single seat was open. So right? mm-hmm, they yeah. were, um, and yeah, so parking was very crazy. There was so much traffic everywhere. Usually, there's ways to go around, mm-hmm. and not be stuck in traffic. Yesterday was impossible. And so yeah. anyway, we got there a little late. It wasn't mid match. We did get to see most of it. Yeah, um, but we did miss the beginning. Also, we were looking for a Dunkin' restaurant. We're so used to a Dunkin' there. My God. So let's talk about this Dunkin' at Allstate Arena. Ever since we've been going to these wrestling shows there, majority WWE. Yes. And they have this amazing, amazing Dunkin' Donuts that puts the absolute most sugar (laughs) in the coffee. Literally, when they hand you that coffee, you can see the sugar at the bottom of the cup. Yes. And it's so delicious. Like Teddy and I know that it's so bad for us, but it literally hypes us up to no end. And it's gone. It's freaking gone. I had to ask because I couldn't find it. It literally went around. Yeah. And women I'm missing the women's match for this too. Yeah. To find this coffee. I asked a lady, one of the ladies I was cleaning, and she's like, Oh, Mija, no, that's been gone for a long time. And I was like, What? I'm like, is there any other coffee options? And she's like, No. That sucks. So that, that was really sad. And I texted you right away, restaurant, mm-hmm. which I'm so glad you didn't see. Because yeah, I, restaurant, sad. honestly, I would have been devastated. would have been so sad. And then I was like so thirsty. I had gotten a water before and I was like, oh my God, I, damn, I should have gone to go get my like coffee. Damn. I ended up getting a Pepsi. You got a Pepsi? It, was, it just oh, did not hit. Also, God. they don't give straws anymore. They give you a, a lid with that you have to sip on. Oh, that you have to of. sip on, yeah. That did not taste the same. I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> But anyway, the women's match, mm-hmm. beautiful. I had not seen our WWE girls in a very long time. Yeah. So it was very, very nice to see them, even though I was all the way in the nosebleeds. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't a bad view in Austin Arena, by the way. Austin Arena is not that big. It's not that big for the amount of seats that it has. Like, you can see everything from mm-hmm. everywhere. It's close enough, it's right? It's close enough for sure. Yeah. Um, But they still look beautiful from all the way up there. So I was gorgeous. so excited to see them. I was so excited. You can tell how excited they are to be a part mm-hmm. of, of, a match of, like of a match like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So during the match, Shotzi got misted by Asuka. And that's got to suck. Like... <laughs> Yes. Taking a misting in general and then having to continue on in a war games match. Props to Shotzi. Yes. I thought that was great. And then we got to see Charlotte and Becky hug. Yes. And you and I were talking about this in the car that that friendship literally had to be destined because these women are just so good. They are two out of the four horsewomen in WWE. They have accomplished things in, in wrestling that a lot of other women would only dream of, right? Yeah. And... For them to stop being friends, it was 
Mm. It was sad. Sad, devastating. All of the sad words at once. Yes. So now to see them kind of like coming back to each other is, I, it's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. I agree. Yeah. We, we, we were, we, like you said, we were talking about this and I don't know, I, it kind of felt, I don't know if you agree restaurant, but you've ever had those kinds of friendships where you, you had such a beautiful friendship and then it just ended. Nothing bad happened. It Mm. just ended. It just stopped. Yeah. And sometimes you think about those people and you're like, wow, like, honestly, if you had the chance to like, I don't know, give them one more hug, you would. Because I feel yeah. like all the friendships that I lost, they were lost for a reason. Yeah. And I don't need them back. But at the same time, it's nice to have nice memories. Yeah. So anyway, I'm very happy that Charlene and Becky hugged it out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's not just kayfabe. Hopefully, <sighs> backstage know. too, it's like that. But even if it's not, well, professionalism. Yeah. Like that's, that's a big part of it. I, I hope they're back to being besties yeah. for the resties forever but yeah so they ended up being the winners of the night it was becky charlotte shati and bianca so props to them they all ended the night at top of the steel cage which i'm like okay william regal didn't come out now so he's definitely gonna come out for the men's one. like that was my logic like william regal didn't come out for the girls it's okay he'll come out for the guys and to my disappointment absolutely that did not happen mm-hmm. but <laughs> mm-hmm. let's move on to Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar, which, a fun facts, Sergio was full of them when we got back to the car. Because I was talking <laughs> about how Santos Escobar, you know, came out his little braids and how, you know, Dragon Lee was so good. And then I don't know what happened that we brought up Senor Rouge, right? And then he was like, oh, because Senor Rouge's brother. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, Dragon Lee is, is Senor Rouge's brother. Took me out, literally, restaurant. I had no fucking idea. I, I was like, wow, I did not know that. I would have literally changed how I acted during that match. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I was for Dragon Lee, right? Right. But if I would have known that Senor Rouge's boy, like, oh, my God. Senor Rouge all the way. Like, absolutely. <laughs> I would have been here for it. What did you think of this match? I, w- I was very happy when yeah. I saw this match was happening because I didn't do my research before. It was mad lucha so, vibes. Yes. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what was going to happen then. I didn't, I, I didn't know the matches besides the mm-hmm. women and the, and men's, the men's war yeah. games. Um, so that was a very nice surprise and I was like wow we're gonna get a lucha match like literally yeah, Mexicano like versus one, Mexicano yeah. so I feel really proud and I but I do know that Santos Escobar is a heel so mm-hmm. I was but I was still clapping I was so same, happy I same. was like yes come out everyone around me was like booing him I was like I no not me not here and then Dragon Lee comes out and my first thoughts with mm-hmm. both Santos Escobar and Dragon Lee is that, well, mostly Santos Escobar is that he needs a better theme song. Way better theme song. It's like the old one he had in NXT, but like, I need something Mexicano. Exactly. Like, you know, he wants Peso Pluma under something. I know he wants like a corrido. Because you see the, you know the way he dresses. <laughs> oh my God. And like when we, when they were showing the, um, oh, what do you call it? The, the recap. Promo package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And con sus botas and su yep. cinto restaurant. Oh my God. You know he wants a corrido on there. So how cool would that be? I know they probably wouldn't allow him to have a corrido. But like even Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez, even her music is a little bit more Spanish yeah. than Santos. Yeah. His name is literally Santos. Santos Escobar. You're wild. <laughs> Who's working on the theme songs over there? But other than that, it was really cool. It was really cool to see Dragon Lee in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um um, because I I have known about him a little bit, not yeah. as not as much as Rouge, mm-hmm. but I have known about him a little bit. I knew that that was his brother, so that was really nice to 
to see. We saw Rush on Wednesday. Yes. Right? So then seeing his brother in WWE have a match during oh, a pay-per-view, that was very nice. Yeah. I'm so proud. As a Mexicana, I'm proud. Look at that. I totally, I, that didn't even connect for me that we saw both siblings yeah. in, within a week span. Yeah. Wow. Good for them. Good for they're, them. They're doing good. Uh, but props to Sergio for informing me of that. Yes, for the info. I was lost. Um, let's talk about Gunther, who was the Intercontinental Champion versus The Miz. I went into this thinking that maybe Miz might have a chance mm -hmm. because Miz is like an eight-time champion. Jericho was the nine-time champion who's the record holder. So I'm like, okay, maybe they could use this opportunity right now to hype up The Miz and have him tie Chris Jericho because you already have Gunther, who's the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. So props to him. Let me just talk about the press scrum interaction really quick because Gunther has the most beautiful eyes. Beautiful blue eyes. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, back to the match. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I really thought it could have gone either way. But I guess they might be saving Miz's win for a bigger time, like yeah. WrestleMania or something. Um, maybe SummerSlam, Royal Rumble even. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you think about about that one i that was a that was a match that i enjoyed um i enjoyed cheering for gunther even though most of the crowd was gunther. cheering for the miz and i like the miz don't well, get me wrong crazy because sometimes i feel like we go to these shows and are like oh wow like these people are over which you wouldn't like i wouldn't think right no i know but people were behind the miz but especially like i don't know a chicago crowd man chicago you can't even deny that <sighs> it's it, chicago's really it's almost a special right which, yes yes we are <laughs> And not a special, I, I guess, special in the good way, but also special in not the good way. Because I feel like we are easily persuaded. Yeah. Um, I don't, I just, I don't What's, know how to explain it. No, me neither. Because, and not to say that the fans shouldn't be behind Miz because Miz is fantastic. Great. Absolutely. But also, how are you going to boo Gunther? Yeah. And I get it. It's kayfabe, right? Yeah. Like, you're supposed to boo Gunther. I was not going to boo Gunther. Oh. I was not booing Dominic Mysterio or Finn Balor. I'll tell you that. And no, me neither. Damian Priest? Uh-uh. Could Absolutely never be me. Friend. Absolutely not. But then y'all going to cheer for mommy? Uh-uh. <laughs> Ghetto. No, like, you have to pick a side. How yeah. are you going to cheer for her and then not her teammates? And not her teammates. <laughs> Fucking rude. <laughs> well, kind of going back to the Santos Escobar and Dragon Lee match, um... Which the Chicago one side, crowd, yeah. One side of the crowd started cheering culero. Mm -hmm. So then the rest of the crowd started cheering culero. Mm -hmm. And that that was that's what was so beautiful about it. It was yeah. so loud. Yeah. And I was like, where else but in Chicago will they start will they, yeah. chanting culero so loud during yeah. a match, you know? And multiple Spanish phrases. At exactly. That. There was more. Yeah. A lot of them didn't happen because there was one that I disapprove of. So mm -hmm. I'm so glad it didn't become as big as culero. Yeah. But yeah, there was so many chants where like, People go with it, and that's what's so beautiful about our crowd. Yeah. Um, but back to Gunther and Miz. When Miz did the low blow, like he yeah. hit Gunther, it. a lot of people did too. And yeah. I was like, yo, come on, it's Gunther. It's Gunther. Like, that is not going to take that's him down. And I'm so, I'm, honestly, I'm so glad the way that the match went. Um, I thought it was very good. Mm -hmm. um, the Miz, so entertaining, like always. Fantastic. And, and earlier in the day, there was rumors that Maurice was backstage, and I was like, oh, oh my God, if Maurice comes out, my day will be made. Because she's so beautiful. beautiful. Yep. So beautiful. And she's such a businesswoman. Absolutely love her. But when she didn't come out with his entrance, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then she didn't come out to help him this. in this match. I'm like, oh, all right, let's leave. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I feel like for Survivor Series, like, nothing big happened. I was yeah, expecting I mean someone... <laughs> 
I mean. <laughs> that's just, there goes to show you the bias that Ura's friends have, okay? If, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I can't wait to hear them talk about CM Punk returning. <laughs> This is not the podcast for you. I'm I mean, so sorry. I forgot about that. We're going to talk about that. But honestly, it was so traumatic for us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. We are so traumatized. I was. We'll, we'll get to it. But I was telling Teddy when I woke up this morning. So I was tired because we went to bed super late. And then I woke up and I'm like, the first thing I thought about was how tired I was. And the second thing I thought about was, oh, my God, CM Punk is back. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we get rid of him? <sighs> oh, okay. Okay. Now let's talk about someone that we absolutely love, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> so Rhea Ripley, who is the current, oh my God, what's the name of this championship? It's not the women's title. Is it the women's world title? Women's world. Women's world champion. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's on my fucking notes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> she had her match against Zoe Starks. Guys, we're recording this in the morning, okay? You're here for the shenanigans of restaurants. So she went against Zoe Starks. And you and I were kind of talking about this yesterday in terms of like, yes, we're excited to see Rhea. But was there anything special about this match? Not really, right? No, not really. It, it was in hype. Like, yeah. Her, I mean, she was, right? She came out looking beautiful. Beautiful. And, but I don't know. There, This match just wasn't given for me. Even even during the match, which I, I hate to say it because mm-hmm. I get so excited for the women's matches. That's my favorite thing to watch. Yeah. Um, but I honestly was bored. And that's, that really sucks because Rhea Ripley never bores me. Same. I feel like, yeah, there was nothing super memorable about this match. It was nice to see Rhea. No shade against Zoe Stark. Right. But I, I don't know her like that. Yeah, I don't know her like that. But like the... I think I liked her better in NXT. Okay. And I don't know if it's because like she kind of got lost in the main roster, which does happen a lot, right? When people yes. are called up first. I just, I don't know. I didn't think this was one of my favorite matches of of the night. Yeah, I don't think it was pay-per-view worthy. Like, uh, yeah, we could have had that's it on what it Raw. Was. That's what it and was. And that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But for Survivor Series, like... And also, another thing that for me... I talked to you about this. Another thing that like just kind of... I really didn't like about the women's matches was the advertisement around the arena. I don't know. For some reason, it was a little distracting because it Mm -hmm. it looks so ugly. Like during Rhea and Zoe Stark's match, they had the Slim Jim advertisement all over the place. And during the women's War Games match, they had the Ruffles. And it might not be that big of a deal to people, but when you're into visuals Mm -hmm. and you start thinking also like... Why did they just do those advertisements during the two women's matches? It's mm-hmm. kind of annoying. Yeah. It looked really ugly and distracting, especially during the, the Rio's match. Yeah, I don't. It's that's also like a big like I guess marketing issue because yeah, you know if that's your job is to like okay we're gonna this is gonna be sponsored but we have to make it look nice in a way right or right. we have to find out a way so it looks appealing. And also for it to be just the women's matches. That, that was my two thing. Like the two <laughs> women's matches, they had that. You're going to tell me they Miz had- can't sell a sponsorship? That's crazy. <laughs> right. That's crazy. That's exactly. more believable. You, If you, exactly. if anything, it would have been the, in, the Intercontinental uh, title match. And it, they didn't do it there. Because like it didn't even have anything to do with the match. It's not like they had Rio eat a some beef jerky after yeah. the match or I don't know. That was just ugly. You know what I did love? I did love the Ruffles promo. Yeah. With Akira Tozawa. Yeah. With him dancing in the, what was he doing? It was like a, 
A shuffle? I don't even know what they call that. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was fantastic. <laughs> they were eating out of a, a bowl of something. And then our truth comes out. Our truth came out. Big pop. Big pop. Which also, he walked by the section that I was at. He that That's where a lot of the people were going. I don't know where they were fucking going. Oh. But um, yeah, I, I guess apparently that's where Stephanie McMahon also walked by, walked by. Walked by that aisle. I don't, that's too close to call for me. Like, I would not be walking among the If fans. you were Stephanie McMahon. If I was Stephanie McMahon, yeah. no way. <laughs> Stephanie, please. I know she's honestly too good for that. Honestly. <laughs> so, like, could you imagine your, first of all, the aisles in Allstate are, like, the steps are a little off. But they are. there's just so many people coming back, you know, going up to the concessions. There's just so much, th- so many things that can happen. So, that would not be me. But that's just me. That really makes me think, can you imagine being someone like Stephanie McMahon and having to walk in a crowd like us after a show? You know how it gets all crowded? Imagine. Yeah. I I I wonder if she knows what that's like. She probably does. That's what she was doing yesterday. She's probably like, (laughs) this is only my one time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Get back to to Zoe and Rhea. I'm glad Rhea retained. I don't know who's going to fight her. Maybe that Jade. Mm. That would be believable. If Jade took the title off of her, great. But I, don't, I just don't know what's next for Rhea because literally she's beat everybody. Right. She's got to start fighting the men, TBH. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. She needs to start fighting the men. And I know Randy Orton will fight her. I know he... Randy's got no we, problem hitting the girls, I'm telling you. Randy, yeah. <laughs> True. Also somebody who would have been great, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Is she, if she went back to NXT for like a week and fought Baron Corbin. Because do you remember when he did the... um, Was it the end of days, the end of days on, on Becky? Becky? Yeah. And he said he was getting fucking death threats. Beautiful. I mean, not, not for me. Threats. Not from us. No, 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 no. No, not no. death threats either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was gagged. Yeah, no, I know. I was like, how fucking dare you put your hands on Becky? I was like, you're going to get caught. You did that, not enjoy that response. No, I did not enjoy that. I, I, I was like, you're going to get caught. That's you're what you're doing. Caught. Yeah. <laughs> And he got caught. And he got caught. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Final match of the night. We got to see the men's war games match. And this is where shit really went down, right? So (laughs) it was Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, and Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton. But let me tell you, the whole night, they could not get a hold of Randy Orton. And this is where I got pissed. Because I'm like, just fucking bring him out. Just say, Randy's going to be here. Show a fucking car with a viper on it so people would be like oh my god randy drove in here something because the moment that people were like oh randy's not coming yeah cm punk yeah so the whole night chicago was fucking annoying yeah talking about cm punk and chanting cm punk and let me tell you for as much there was people who were against you know cm punk and, there were tr- and trying to boo yeah it wasn't it we were not the majority yeah. And that sucks. <laughs> well, I wasn't booing. So, you know, I was just quiet. I, w- I was booing restaurant. And then I was like, I'm in the press section booing. Like, I was like, I'm going to lose my voice. And I'm not going to have a voice at the scrum. Like, I need to shut up. <laughs> but also, people need to know. Like, <laughs> I just showed no interest. Zero interest. And you're right about, like, it being so annoying. They could have literally just fucking said something. Because here's the thing that I, I told Sergio. I was like... Here's my thing. Are CM Punk fans fans of wrestling? Or do you guys want to just sit on his dick? Because during the matches, all you guys want to do is chant CM, CM Punk. Punk. Yeah. Are you are you watching the fucking match or not? Or yeah. are you just thinking CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk all the fucking time? Mm-hmm. And uh, like I'm tired. I'm just... I understand you love this man. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's a lot wrong if you still love CM Punk after everything he did inside. <laughs> but anyway... 
that's a conversation I, no, for another but, but you day. Know what? And it's crazy because he's not like you can say that he might not be a bad person because he supports the things that we support. Right. He's just a messy coworker, the messiest of messiest coworkers. And he's a shit talker. And we're just not just, for it. He just has to be. Okay. He's yeah. got to be. He makes himself like the center of attention yes. in everything. Yes. And like, just like yesterday. I mean, I get it. Maybe Triple H had the executive decision of like, okay, Randy Orton is coming back. And then we're also throwing CM Punk. But like, no one's talking about Randy Orton. Everyone's talking about CM Punk. Exactly. Well, my thing with the whole CM Punk thing is like, if it, okay, sure, you are a great person because of the things you advocate for and, you know, great. But when you bad talk someone that used to be your best friend mm. on live, it wasn't television, years, but it was still on live. And then later. not just that one moment, right? Like so many times you have talked shit about this man. Mm-hmm. That says a lot about you as a person. And to me, you're a piece of shit. Absolutely. And that's that. But yes, going back to the to the fans and the crowd, come on, like, please enjoy and give these people in the ring their moment because they're out here putting their bodies on the line for us to be entertained. And what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Just chanting CM Punk every yeah. single fucking moment you get because it wasn't just once or anything. No. It kept happening Multiple throughout the times. entire pay-per-view. And it sucks because I guess I know Seth Rollins had a... Like he would have his moments where he's like, okay, I hear the chance. Yeah. Which I know he's, he's such a fantastic performer for this because he's like, I have my own chance. Why aren't you guys doing those? So he would put his little hands up and like everyone would start singing. And I'm like, all right, Rollins, he knows. Yeah. He knows what's up. Yeah. And it's like Jay Uso, when he came out. Oh my gosh. Yes. I have never seen anything like that in my whole life. Same. Seeing everyone with their hands up and everyone's, you know, up and down with their hands and everyone's like chanting, having such a great time. I have never seen him get that kind of reaction. Same. Insane. I, I literally, it literally looked like from up there, from where I was sitting, like every single arm was, was up. up. Yep. Every single arm. It looked crazy. And the loudest yeets I've ever heard in my life. Absolutely. I've never heard that word so many times on one <laughs> night. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? He said, what is happening right now? I literally was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And then I saw his shirt and I'm like, mm, I guess. Like, makes sense. <laughs> Yep, the, Did that all just start from that scrum with Cody? Yes. The, literally the, the night after the uh, I don't remember if the pay-per-view was on a Saturday or Sunday, but like the Monday and the, and the Friday afterwards, yeet was a thing. Oh. Everybody was yeeting. Every, <laughs> and then the fact that they like gave into it too, like they started adding it to their promos. Yeah. A mess. I don't know. I mean, it's working. It's, it's working for them, right. Selling the merch. Good for them. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know yeet. what? Business. That's how you make money. Take advantage of that. Business. Standing on business. That's what they were. That's what the men were doing yesterday. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's just, oh, my God. Okay. Who else did they fight? They fought <laughs> the Judgment Day, who includes JD McDonough, who I don't know who that man is. <laughs> and then Drew McIntyre. I do know who he is. <laughs> and Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre came out and he was like, no funny business. Mm-hmm. I'm here to fight. And Literally. that's what he did. Good for him. The men's match was good. It was fine. I love Sami Zayn. He brought out the tables. Chicago and the tables. Chicago, I don't know. Literally. What it is. We want tables. I didn't want tables. I was just here for the show. We already got the cage. Yeah. People are so extra. This is not GCW. No, I literally love the way that uh, Asuka teased us with the table. Like, that was she's, crazy loud. She's so funny. Crazy loud. <laughs> like, the way everyone got so loud over a freaking table mm-hmm. was crazy. But yes, back to the men's. Um... I th- okay, I think the match was good enough. <laughs> it was entertaining enough. 
was it the best war games I've seen? No. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought it was entertaining enough. The men did their job. Um, the crowd was loud and very into it. Mm-hmm. And then, especially when Randy... When Randy's music hit. So, you know, we... The countdown clock came and it happened. And then nothing happened. Nothing happened. And then we're like, oh my God, oh my God. And then you hear the, I hear voices. I was like, oh my God. Rhea first, remember? Oh, Yes. So that was weird. That was so weird. That was just another way for them to fucking tease us. I was very confused because when Rhea came out, I'm like, oh, my God, they don't have Randy. That's my first thought. And then the second thought, I'm like, holy shit, Rhea Ripley is going to be the fifth. Mm-hmm. Ma- or, or She's going to join Cody's team against the Judgment Day. Like, literally, that shit was blowing my mind. And that didn't happen either. Mm-hmm. And, then, <laughs> and then she was talking. She was holding the briefcase. She was talking about the briefcase, which I was so confused because I'm like, there's no champion in this match. Like, what are you, what are you cashing in on? Like, what's the opportunity? And then her and Damien are like fighting each other through the, um, through the cage. I don't know what was happening. And then Randy's music hits. Yes. And the pop, man, people missed Randy. I missed Randy. Yes. That pop was so crazy. Um, even the people that were chanting CM Punk so loud, got really loud. Yeah. Like that place got so, so loud when Randy came out. Um, as it should, um, I respect him as a wrestler. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I respect him as a wrestler. I love as Randy. an entertainer. Um, as John Cena's best friend, like I have to love Randy Orton. And you know, I had I had major beef with Randy Orton growing up because he was Same. always beating up John Cena. How fucking rude of him! <laughs> and I just I don't know. When there was a, a certain age where I got to be old enough, where like on YouTube. And like Google, I would start seeing like, oh, you know, Randy Orton and, and John Cena. And like, oh, they're playing baseball. Oh, yeah, John Cena. Here's a picture of Randy Orton hanging out at John Cena's house. And they were both on the trampoline. And they just made your day. And I was like, what? First of all, mind blown because like that shit broke kayfabe for me. Right. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. They're actually best friends. And to see them now, even like I think when John Cena had like his movie about um, like being a fireman, like Randy had a big old cut out of him and he was doing like kissy faces in a picture <laughs> like that shit is so cute to me. Oh, my God, that's friendship, friendship to the max. So I have I guess it's like Edge now, you know, I, I really hated Edge when I was growing up. And then there was a moment where I'm like, you know what? I really do love Edge. Edge is great. And that's happening with with Randy. Okay. So. I was like at the height of it before he got injured, but I'm like, Randy, you deserve your flowers. So props to Randy Orton. Shout yeah. out to him for actually showing up. And I'm so sorry nobody's talking about you today, but we're talking about you today, Randy. We're we love definitely you. talking about you today, Randy. Look at Edie. We love you. I need to take a picture with Randy Orton. And I'm going to wow. Photoshop it into my picture with me and John Cena. Oh my God. Besties for the rest Besties. of Besties for the rest of you. That's going to be the hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> so Randy joins the match. Um, there was a really, really wonderful sequence that I loved because Randy hit the R- when Randy hit the first RKO. Oh my god! Were you was- as hyper friend? Oh my god, friend! I was waiting for it. I said, "This is it. It's happening right now!" Like, oh my god, he hit the first RKO, and he was just so great. And then um, I think there was like an RKO into a Cody Cutter, and then a Halula kick, and then Jay might have done like a, a frog splash or something. I, I don't know what he did, but that sequence was just so great. And then. Um, at the very top of the cage in the corner, there was, they like fed an RKO to Randy. That was wild. That was crazy. That was really nice to see in person. That was super cool. Never seen anything like that, right? I don't think we've ever experienced that. It was fantastic. Oh my God. It was just so good. So, so good. I agree. And so let me tell you 
what happened on my end. So Cody, uh, you know, they end up when Cody's team wins the match. Team Cody Rhodes, Team American Nightmare. And immediately when Cody's music hits, the people from the WWE press room, they come and get us. Mm -hmm. So we're immediately escorted out. We're like flying. Everyone's grabbing their stuff, grabbing their tripods, whatever. We're going up the steps and then we go into like a little side room and we start like not fighting for seats, but like... (laughs) Because, you know, people want to sit in the front because they want to be the closest to the wrestlers, whatever. So I'm sitting like third row and I'm sitting next to Phil, who's from Fightful. And then next to Nick Hausman, who is a big fan of CM Punk. And um, we're all in the media room, just kind of like sitting. And there's divisions of the section, right? So on the left side, I was sitting and then there's like the aisle where the camera was and then the right side. And on the right side on the floor, they had a little monitor to show us like what was happening in the show. And then the press room starts freaking out. Everybody's like, punk, CM Punk's back. And then I'm sitting in my seat and I'm like, what? What did I just hear? And I turn my head and then people are like pointing to the floor and I couldn't see the monitor, mind you. So a lot of us thought like somebody fell and tripped and we're like, well, pick them up. Why is nobody doing anything? I like somebody fell clearly pick him up mm-hmm. and then everyone start you know p- people over there start standing up and they're like CM Punk is back people start getting their phones out and they're like this is a live reaction from the press room I was like what is going on so I'm over there um Nick Hausman is with me and we're looking at this monitor and there's this white man on there literally could have been any white man right yeah CM Punk generic yeah, generic very. and I'm looking at it and I'm like is that CM Punk and I see the little CM Punk banners on the on the jumbotron and then i'm like ain't no fucking way so i open my phone and i go on peacock and sure enough there is motherfucking cm punk yeah insane right so the people who were doing media didn't get to see punk come out and i was telling you about this that yeah. i was a little salty that's because oh, that's so true. <laughs> because i when cm punk originally debuted in AEW at um the united center i was in mexico so i wasn't there and then now when he came back to WWE to re-debut, I was in the building, but I didn't get to experience the, that, which I probably would have shit my pants either way. Um, so maybe it was a good thing that I was in the press room. But what was the experience for you being still in the crowd when Punk's music hit? Like what was going through your head? I... I don't, a restaurant, I, I feel like I don't even have words right now because mm-hmm. just like in that moment, um, I'm pretty sure none of us saw that coming mm-hmm. unless there was people that were like, oh my God, Punk has to still come out. No, uh, you can tell a lot of people were like, okay, happy Randy was out there, the match. Match was like every, um, Everyone's favorite one, right? So everyone was just like talking, I guess, people getting their stuff together. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, Sam Punk's music hit, everybody stood up and and just yelled everybody like it got crazy in there Sergio and I were the only ones that stayed seated on our seats and everyone around us was just loud screaming people were staring at each other they were staring at us going like oh my god oh my god I can't fucking believe oh my god I was like okay I told Sergio I'm like let's go (laughs) what are we doing here there was you know what are we doing here exactly literally because um what we were just gonna be what sour pusses there on our seats no so we're like let's get the fuck out of here um that's it but it it was it was very loud I will say that it was not as loud as his AEW debut absolutely Um, that was very very different yeah because that was Um, him essentially coming out of retirement just like um when uh, Edge 
debuted in or when he came back to WWE because you're like, holy shit, at the Rumble, that pop was huge in comparison to the pop when he went to AEW, right? Right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but still, no, yeah, mm-hmm. it was super, super loud. People were so happy when even after afterwards when everybody was starting to leave, there was so many CM Punk chants when people were trying to get out of the, out oh, of the arena. We were hearing people um, in the room. We could hear people yelling, chanting CM Punk, playing fucking cult of personality like through the little side door opening. It was insane. It was. It really was crazy. So, I and honestly, I didn't expect all of that because you were saying that you saw a lot of CM Punk flags and I didn't see anything. Yeah. But then you told me that that's because they were on my side. In so section, I basically yeah. couldn't see them. Um, yeah, there was some, and you can even see it in the, the, the only reason I, I noticed them was because when they were showing like the, the people shots or whatever to the little jumbotron, I was like, is that a flag? And then I'm looking up into that section and like literally very close to each other, it was like the, we are Chicago mm-hmm. uh, flag. And then another one, which like the CM Punk one. And I was like, what is going on? Why would you bring that? <laughs> I, I, I gotta give it to him though, when it comes to you know, him and his fans. I mean, look, he filled up the United Center and now he filled up the Austin Arena. When have we seen Austin Arena open like this? Like where they where they sell every single seat? Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't. We've been to so many WWE shows there and they've never opened them like that. So I don't credit that to CM Punk though. I absolutely do because they're because those people, were all those were all rumors. There was rumors that CM was, Punk was gonna come and that's why a lot of people went. Very rumors, but like they were really based in nothing, right? Because like... Well, the same thing as the AEW one. Very true. But it's like... I don't know. Fuck punk. That's <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. But... Um, yeah, I'm, it's just... It's it's insane. So we're in the press room. Everyone's freaking out. And our immediate thought was like, oh my God, is punk going to be in the press room? He wasn't. Uh, so Triple H came out. And then he's like, all right, let's talk about the big return. Our truth, <laughs> which our truth, honestly, I think he's the one that sold those seats out. People were like, "Where's our truth? What's okay. he doing?" And yeah, um, so being third row, seeing Triple H so close to me, I guess like things didn't really process for me to like the end where it was Cody, and then like halfway through Cody's stuff, like after not getting my question picked, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Cody Rhodes!" Like that's insane. And then Charlotte and Becky come out. Charlotte was Charlotte was looking beautiful. Oh my God. That woman never misses. She's so pretty. And it's just, it was, it was crazy. So it was a, <laughs> it was a fun experience for me. I had to take a picture with Byron Saxton, oh, who true. is a lot taller than I thought he was gonna be. So props to him. Um and in in terms of like organization and like I guess just like the time difference, AEW's press scrum was uh way longer um i guess just tony tony's got a lot to say right triple h got his little notes and he's like all right these are the numbers that i'm gonna say and then um they really are like just quick with it um so wwe is, is quick with it so um i yeah. guess just that time difference also you know you and i were talking about the length of the pay-per-view for survivor yeah. series and how this five match card was great Honestly, I feel like it could have been a two match card, just the war games. Like it could have been a war games. If it would have been three war games matches, oh, it could have been four, right? A men's war game for NXT and a women's for NXT. Uh-huh. And then the main roster ones could have been four war games matches. Yeah. A back to back, I guess, you know, that would have been kind of crazy. That could, yeah, that would but, have. But um, Santos Escobar and Dragon Lee 
I don't think was on the level of a pay-per-view match. And even Rhea being a champion, I also don't think that was like a pay-per-view match. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if it's like because the holidays were coming up, they didn't have people. But I think they could have done a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know because, I mean, with the whole, okay, with Santos Escobar and Dragon Lee, mm-hmm. I understand that they have the whole story now where like Carlitos is mm-hmm. um, injured. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like they definitely could have done a little bit more with that. And that uh, that match could have been a little bit more hyped. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe had LWO come out too. And I don't know. Yeah, they it, miss, it was missing something. That match, yes, I agree with you. I definitely... Something could have been added if not furthering the storyline, right? Right. But I wouldn't have minded if there was actually outside interference for that yes. match. Yes, like yeah. uh, like Selena come back out, mm. and you know she was so upset when he did what he did to Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Um, so they could have, she could have come out and like be angry. I don't know, but you're right. Like maybe they didn't even have a lot of these people here mm-hmm. in Chicago. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Final thoughts on the pay per view, and then I guess we can talk a little bit more about Punk and how we feel feel about that final thoughts on the pay-per-view i think i said everything i wanted to say um again very proud and happy about santos escobar versus dragon lee Mm -hmm. the women looked beautiful as always they did their best as always um yeah okay let's talk about cm punk and how he ruined my day so (laughs) i don't know I, I just I just I really don't know. Me neither. I I feel like I kind of black out when exactly. in terms of like CM Punk, and I guess that's also me, right? Because you are, I guess you are the one that chooses how you handle situations yeah. and how you react to certain situations. But I'm gonna be petty till the day I die. Tbh, the fact that CM Punk is a problematic white man does just it doesn't sit right with me. I hate problematic white men. Absolutely. There's so I many hate, white men who are not problematic. I hate men, period. But yes. TBH. Yes, because even the men that I love, like John Cena, like, I know that man has problems. <laughs> Absolutely, I know that man has problems. Like John Cena. Like, and, you know, I love John Cena. But, like, I am also one to recognize that, like, some of these men are absolutely problematic, right? Yep. Like, John Cena with, you know, all of that, especially on the reality show when he was, you know, setting rules for Nikki. You know, he's a hurt man. Exactly. Right? He's a hurt man. Yeah. And I'm like, those issues need to be addressed. Yes. So I I know CM Punk could give a fuck about Rest Friends. And I could give a fuck about CM Punk. Right. So he doesn't feeling care about is, us, we don't care. Feeling is mutual. Let's play a little clip of Seth Rollins. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so Nick Hausman interviewed um, Seth Rollins for Wrestling Inc. And we have a little bit of that interview here. So let's let's hear what he had to say. West boy with ROH roots. We don't know what's going on with CM Punk, but you guys have had some barn burners in WWE. Would you like to see Phil Brooks uh, back in WWE? Oh, Philly Phil, stay away. Stay away, you cancer. Get away from me forever. Wow. <laughs> Get away from me forever. That's going to, we got to clip that. Get away from me forever. That's how I feel, TBH. Yes. yes. And you know what? I feel, you know, you and I were talking about this. We're like in the car right afterwards that Cody Rose was definitely on the phone with the Young Bucks right after that. Absolutely. In a three-way talking about, can you believe this shit? <laughs> can you believe this shit right now? He was gagged. I know I was gagged. And you guys might say like, oh my God, rest friends. You guys are from Chicago. Okay. He's not from Chicago. What about it? <laughs> What about it? I mean, I I heard he was born here, but he didn't grow up grow up here. So 
I don't know. You know what? I mean, um, and tri- and Triple H was in the scrum talking about like how, you know, nobody influenced them on this decision. How the, the higher ups from not WWE, but like TKO and all that stuff that they were probably watching it and thinking like, holy shit, you know, Punk is back. And then Cody too was also like, well, if he's here for the business, which is such a Cody line, right? Like Cody could give a fuck about. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cody's such a politics man. So yes, he, he knows how to play. always know what to say. Mm-hmm. And he was and he's so right. Like I my th- my thing with Punk returning, it's like I don't care. I'm not I'm not going to watch WWE for him and I'm not going to also like just be not talking about the WWE, WWE because, because of he's him. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I honestly don't care. Good for him. Good for everyone else that's going to have the opportunity to work with him that wants to work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing is, like, like Cody said, at the end of the day, business is business. And what's yeah. good for business is always th- that's always what they're going to try to do. They're always going to try to get what's good for business. And absolutely it's true it's all it's all for for business because like what i pay to see cm punk get his ass beat absolutely so <laughs> if it's going to be him and seth rollins at mania which let's talk about the seth rollins reaction rumor is um that people in the war games match didn't know that cm punk was signed yeah which i absolutely believe right yeah so my only issue is if they told um, Rollins that Punk was not being signed only for him to be signed if that's a deal breaker for Seth Rollins that is a huge loss for WWE yeah, that would be crazy. especially because you can't tell me that CM Punk is performing at the level that um, Rollins is there's yeah. there's no comparison no. CM Punk cannot and it, I posted it on Twitter this morning I'm like you can't be messy and a bad wrestler like <laughs> yeah you gotta choose a struggle <laughs> pick a fucking struggle so I guess we might sound salty, but honestly, this is just me being indifferent. Like, this is the only time we're really going to address this. And, you know, talking about CM Punk is literally every other pod. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I (laughs) mean, it's because, yeah, me too. I want to move on. I want to move on because I feel like I did move on from CM Punk a while ago already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that, you know, he came back. And it's bringing up all these like, oh, my God. We love wrestling. Like, how could we not talk about it? We love wrestling and we have uh, we have a voice and we have our opinions. We can address our opinions if we don't like if we don't like CM Punk. That's okay. Yeah. And I mean, you might see me talking shit about CM Punk on Twitter. Again, these are all our opinions. I'm allowed to not like CM Punk. But we're not fucking assholes and we're not going to send him a message and be like, hey, die or anything like that. You know what I mean? That's wild. Or even (laughs) anything. I don't mention CM Punk at all. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not that type of person. Yeah. But yes, I will. We will talk about how we feel. Mm -hmm. We don't like him. Mm -hmm. It's on site. And it's on site forever. (laughs) (laughs) And we're Cocabana girlies. We're Cocabana girlies. We're elite girlies. Absolutely. Hangman girly here for life forever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's it. We're also Rollins girlies. We're definitely Rollins girlies. Um, And I don't know. I'm I'm here for the wrestling still. That's that's my thing. I'm here for the wrestling. If that man could behave himself... That's fine. I, I mean, I guess I'm not thinking different, you know, whatever. Because I feel like for me, you can't change like how he acted in the past. I no. guess just moving forward, if you're a better co-worker, whatever. But. Like, good for them. Yeah, good for them. I don't know, man. 
Uh, that's so sad. Uh, yeah, I feel like the thoughts are just everywhere because mm-hmm. you want to be positive and be like, well, whatever, it's wrestling. Like, let's just enjoy it, right? But at the same time, when you feel some type of way about it, and it's because it was it wasn't only the fact that he did what he did and then he got fired, but it was the we we were okay when when he got fired. That all happened when All Out was here in Chicago, right? So we saw the aftermath in the crowds, how people were behaving yeah. afterwards, being weird towards the elite, people towards are, Tony people Khan. People are still weird towards st- the elite. You're so people right. People still have hate towards Colt Cabana. Like, the way that people act at AEW shows, all right, just now I hope that you cool it the fuck down and take your ass to WWE. Take to WWE. Pay those $400 seats or a thousand dollar seats to try to get close to CM Punk. Right. Do that. Right. And don't take your energy out on AEW now. Right. Because you can watch him somewhere else. Because can you imagine if we went to WWE just to be hating on CM Punk? That's fucking crazy. I could never. I don't have I time like that, restaurant. I don't have time or the money or the patience. Or the honestly. patience. Like, Mm-mm. no, my, my time and money are for the people that I love. Exactly. You fucking morons. And we'll leave it at that. Let's move on to AEW. AEW. Oh my God. First of all, shout out to Wheeler Yuta. For becoming the, is it two-time? I think it might be two-time. I think it is two-time. Two-time Ring of Honor Pure Champion. And honestly, that's the only man who's ever been able to get me to watch Ring of Honor. So shout out to him, TBH. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Congrats. I love the Blackpool Combat Club. So let's talk about full gear. And then we can also talk about that little dynamite experience that we had because it was fun. It was a cute it was little fun. night. It was, it was fun. Night. We spent like 36 hours at Wintrust Arena. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. So, uh, Full Gear was at the Kia Forum. Let me tell you, that shit was ugly. That location. I hope the Young Bucks aren't listening to I'm it. so sorry, Bucks. I know you, <laughs> maybe you love that. I know, I know you love California. I know you love California. <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga. My dad loves when they get announced because when they say that, he's like, oh my God, they're from a rancho. And I'm like, that, that's not how that works. Not puppy. that kind of rancho. Not that kind of rancho, puppy. But... Yeah, man. I just think it's the camera angle. I feel like maybe they should have switched that or unless the whole arena looks like that, that it just says Kia form. It just looked empty. It looked empty. And I'm like, damn, for a pay-per-view. Yeah, it looked like they could have had a Ring of Honor pay-per-view there. In, not com- in comparison to um, Allstate Arena, and I get it, different venues, right? Different spaces. But I have never seen a pay-per-view for AEW look as empty as that little camera shot. Oh well, yeah, did. even remember when Revolution was at Wintrust and that yeah. little arena, it's, like it looks so much packed. better. Yeah. <laughs> I love that we're talking about an arena. <laughs> I was so mad. Uh, I said maybe it looks better in person than on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Insane. All right. So let's start with Edge Sting, Darby Allen versus Christian Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus. I don't remember if these are the order. This is just how I wrote it down. So Christian came out with the children's choir, which I thought was so petty restaurant because right now he's like, it's supposed to be the father of everybody. Yes. Right. Well, Christian, Where I can't are those believe kids fathers. I know <laughs> Christian, you can't father the entire United States right. I'll tell you, and Canada and Canada. He restaurant. This man is toxic. This man is very toxic. Yeah. Talk about this. The whole episode, we're talking about problematic white men. And okay? here we are. And here we worshiping are. Worshiping one. Christian. Because Christian's <laughs> like, you don't have a daddy? I'll be your daddy. Yeah. And we're all like, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and Christ- he's like, I have a daddy. You can still be my daddy. Dad. So, Edge. <laughs> <laughs> See, Christian just puts us in a better mood. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so. Edge came out and he had face paint. The entrances for this were 10 out of 10. The camera shots, I think they did just really, really well setting up this like 
group, right? Because I guess the connection has already been formed between Sting and Darby. So yeah. now you needed to include Edge and Edge went all out. He's like, I'm going to paint my face. I got jackets. I don't know if you saw like this interview that happened uh, like backstage after the match where no, I didn't. Um, Edge was talking about like, he was so excited with his friends. Like half the paint was gone from his face. And he was like, oh my God, yes. Like this is the first time, you know, I'm, I'm super excited that I've been working with Sting. And then um, I guess uh, Edge had the jackets made for them. He was mm -hmm. like, oh, no, this is all, you know, Edge and Edge did this and this. And I'm like, that is so cute that he, and then he was talking about like, he's like, I never imagined that like at, is it, how old is he? 40, 50? I think he's 50, right? He's not 50. Is he 40? Maybe 40 something. Let's check. Yeah, but he said like, oh, I never imagined that at this age I would be, you know, doing this. Which, not Microsoft Edge. I need <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> The computer automatically took me to Microsoft Edge. I am dead. I need, I need age. Damn it. Do I have to type in Adam Copeland? We do our research live here, guys. Adam Copeland. Age, age, age. He's 50. Oh, he is? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I I he, he's like, I never imagined. Oh, that's a nice picture of him. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay, now. Um, not Rollins. <laughs> I clicked the next thing and it's Rollins <laughs> in his little cowboy hat. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So he was like, I never imagined that at age 50, I would be able to be doing these things, which props to him. He looks great for 50. He's got a six pack. I, I agree. Exactly. Mm. And and then look at him having fun. Great He's time. still um, doing his best fears. Like, yeah. That the, man is everything going. he does still looks so good. Exactly. So and it's probably because he probably probably knows how to take care of himself. Like well, he's now, not out yeah. here wrestling in every match. And, and I'm sure like the way of that he looks at wrestling and wrestles definitely changed after his injury. So he's definitely, I feel like maybe like more protected now, but he's still looking fantastic. Amazing. Yep. 10 out of 10. Um, so there was an, a part where Lucha Soros, see, and I just write Lucha because I can't spell Lucha Soros each time. So, <laughs> so Teddy and I are looking at my notes. <laughs> so Luchasaurus threw Darby to the apron and then Darby's body did mm -hmm. like this like weird convulsion thing, which I get so scared anytime I see Darby Allen really take a hit. Yeah. Because I feel like Darby just goes in and is like, yeah, whatever, dude. He takes the craziest bumps. It's he, insane. Yeah. I don't like it. Same. Not here for it. Um, but yeah, Edge singing Darby won this match. So props to them. 10 out of 10. I'm sure they had a wonderful old time. <laughs> Next, we move on to Mox versus Orange mm -hmm. for the All Atlantic. Is it All Atlantic Championship? That's not what it's called anymore. What did they change it to? The International Inter International International Championship. I'm Intercontinental. Well, <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> so Orange retained this, and then Utes came out, and then he started beefing with Hook at the end, which mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my god, boys, settle down, settle down, and it was fine. Like nothing happened. <laughs> it was fine. I just can't believe that Orange retained. I would have thought that maybe they would have given it back to back Mox. Back to Mox. My thing is, when are these guys getting a vacation? These Exactly, both of them. Okay, not only are they not on vacation and they're still wrestling, but they're still wrestling each other. I know. Why are we still doing this? Like, what is going on? How many oh times have God. we seen Mox and Orange? And not that Orange. I'm complaining because they're no, because great. because they put on bangers all the time. Yes, yeah. for sure. But, but what okay. are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> We can find a new feud. Right. Absolutely new feud. So let's talk about Tony Storm versus Sheeta for the AEW Women's Championship. Tony wore like some old school gear, like a singlet. Yes. And I absolutely loved that. And she came out with her little like, what is that thing called on the leg? The the garter? Gar something like garter? that. Garter? I want to say that's what it was. She is so beautiful too. Absolutely. Yeah, she's so beautiful. 
this character. She plays this character so, 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 so well. <laughs> I really don't think anyone, anybody else can do it like her. No. Like, I've, I, I don't think they can because she plays it so, so well. She's so dramatic. Yeah. Like, she is the perfect level of dramatic. And we were there on Wednesday. Yes. When, when she received when her she award. When she received her award. Restaurant, I just, I loved it so much. That was so, so cute. Whoever yeah. thought about doing that, that was perfect. Yes. Because they sat Tony down in the crowd next to Luther, who, mind you, Luther scared me beyond <laughs> scare ability. Before, when he was in his little tag team, when people were like, Tony's with Luther, I was like, Luther? Luther? The one that was with Serpentico? Yeah. There was no way. Yeah. There was no way. And then I'm looking at him and I'm like, oh my God, that's Luther. <laughs> um, Which apparently he has a fan base. A lot of a lot of women on Twitter are like, bad bitches for Luther. Really now? I did not know this, restaurant. Me neither. This was news to me. Wow. Lo and I were talking about this and we're like, Luther, Luther? Okay, now. You know what? We're all different. We have different types. And I respect it. They love a man who's ready to serve. Exactly. I think that's what it is. Yeah. So they sat Tony down in the little seats and then they put the camera on her. I was ready for the lights to be black and white, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look at each other and we're all black and white. We're black and white. I was ready. I was ready. But man, Tony put a pan in her butt. And it worked. <laughs> Which there was a, a lot of things could have gone wrong. And I feel like a lot of things did go wrong with that little stuff, man. The shoe worked out perfect, right? Because yeah. Luther put the shoe um behind her, like in her in her little trunks. And then she had a shoe in her hand, which was perfect, by yeah, the way, because I agree. we knew that like the ref was gonna look at one, and while the ref was throwing one, that Tony was gonna use the other shoe that she had. They, I don't. I feel like they should have got something else. They should have got something else because Luther put it in the right spot, right? But right. then it just sank. It sank, so it was on one booty cheek. <laughs> and Tony, like, it was just not gonna look good if she went in there to reach for it. And I'm glad she didn't, right? But at the same time, I'm like, damn, somebody needs to do something because that's just it's not gonna work. I yeah. know she wants to do um, her move, which well, I don't know what it's called. Me neither. Um, I took care of But her little like her hip swing or her hip hit. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Somebody DM me please and tell me what the move is called. The booty smasher? The booty smasher. <laughs> <laughs> booty smasher 3000. That's what it was going to be. <laughs> With the little pan in there. And I'm like, oh my God, I really hope she hits this because if not, it's just not going to work. And But it did work. Um, and Tony Storm is now a three-time AW Women's Champion. Yes, she is. Props to her. Yeah. This whole character has really just change Tony Storm and it's crazy right because you could say and people have argued that like nothing has changed about the way Tony Storm wrestles the yeah. only thing that she got was a different character yep and that what that's what worked for her and if it's going to keep working for her absolutely why not because Tony wasn't being used before she was yeah. in fucking the outcast which what are they doing with them now in a love story with cool hand and I don't know what's happening and um, then you just got Soraya always on the sidelines just yelling at the crowd Honestly, if Soraya was single and if Daddy Magic was not married, I would also pitch that storyline being like, hey, you know, Ange is going to fall in love with Ruby, who I think they might be dating in real life. Who knows? But yes. Yeah, I think that's why that's a storyline. Yes. Right. So um, y'all, y'all can fact check me. Okay, we're not I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, I will admit that I was wrong. But that's what the rumor is. There's a rumor. Yeah. yeah. So 
the way that I would book it is like, oh, okay, well, if uh, if uh, Daddy Magic and Saray are always being like, oh, we can't let these these two fall in love and all that stuff, like then in that storyline would be like, oh, okay, well, because they are spending so much time trying not to have these two fall in love that they end up liking each other. Like I live for that shit, Rose, but no, I eat that shit up. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh man, I like that. And I, but I did think about it when we were at Dynamite. I was like, I know, I know that if Soraya wasn't with Ronnie, mm-hmm. like there would have to be a different storyline for her because I feel like I don't know. Maybe I feel like Ronnie probably wouldn't let her be in a storyline with a man. TBH. Um, because what are they doing with her? Like I said, she's just on the sidelines yelling at the crowd every single time I've seen her mm-hmm. at All Out, and this time at Dynamite. You know, I feel like. If they're not going to have her wrestle, they could have had her been like a good manager. Like CJ Perry right now is killing it. Just managing mm-hmm. people, yeah. right? She's just having her backstage promos, talking to people, coming out during the matches and even like sitting by commentary. That still develops a present, right? A presence. Yes. When Soraya comes out and she's just yelling at people, she's fighting with babies, telling everybody to sit down. It's like, okay. Yeah, you're right. Like but if do they something. would put her on commentary during at least during Ruby's matches, mm-hmm. like that would that would be different. That yeah, because be nice. then you're connecting with her character. She yes. might be saying something funny and you're like, Oh my god, yeah, that that's so hilarious. Exactly. But she's not even doing that. So I mean, I guess that cool hand and storyline will help them out somehow. But if Daddy Magic fell in love with Soraya, I think that would save everything. Da- like- yeah, yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> with, there has to be another distraction. Yes, yes. That would work very well. Another distraction. Oh, man. But yes, shout out to Tony. She is fantastic. And I know her and Juice be having a great time together. Yeah, they have to. The- <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about your match of the night. My match of the night? Yes. Hangman <laughs> versus Swerve in a Texas death match. I have never seen anything like this. And I'm telling you, that one time when I went to the GCW show with Mario and Casey and Lowe, mm-hmm. I had never experienced anything like that, right? Yeah. But watching this, this was a whole nother level. Like at GCW, ambulances were called, right? But to see Hangman take a little stapler, which you can tell he's a teacher because why did he go for the stapler first, <laughs> right? He could have had any weapon. And he's like, let me just grab the staple and some copy paper. So he takes the stapler and he staples uh, Swerve's cheek. And that I was like, oh, no, this is not going to be good. Like I immediately had a bad feeling. And then he started stapling his chest and the camera would zoom in on the little stable. Russ friend. Honestly, if I step on a little like sometimes I'll like make bracelets here in my room and yeah. like I drop little beads. So when I walk around the next day, I'll like step on a bead. Yeah. That shit like takes me out. Right. <laughs> I'm on the floor. Like, I'm like oh, my God. I like lay down and I'm like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> So I can, the fact that Swerve was just like walking around with staples on him. Everyone was bleeding. Insane. And then he stapled himself. That's fucking crazy. Honestly, I hope. That, that is a whole other I honestly hope there was no more staples in that stapler. And he was just like, <laughs> ha, you know, having a good old time, like fake stapling himself. Couldn't be me. <laughs> tell you right now. Couldn't be me. I, on the other hand, thought it was a very beautiful match. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. I, of course, I have my moments where I'm like, Ah, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Like, when Hangman's fucking hair got stuck on... with uh, the fucking Ew! When the barbed wire yes! got stuck on him. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That made me wince. I was like, what the First fuck? First of all, can we talk about when Swerve was bleeding mm-hmm. oh. and Hangman locates himself under the blood and just has his mouth open like people at fucking 7-Eleven trying to get, like, slushies. Like, yes. <laughs> 
And then he spits it out like fucking Triple H. I, when I showed my dad that, he was like, oh my God. The, the, immediately he thought like AIDS. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, dad, I was like, Swerve does not have AIDS. And then he, I was like, I guess they had to like approve that because literally yeah, no, they it's dangerous to. to do that, to drink somebody else's blood because also you never know. Yes. But it's like, blood has a lot of things. Like it's yes. crazy the fact that that got approved and they were, Hangman and Swerve were like, that'd be a great spot. Let's do that. Best friend. No, I need this and just this entire match mm -hmm. on, on a DVD. And this is going to be like my new, like the, uh, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies that I watch uh -huh. a lot. Restaurant is Interview with a Vampire. Uh -huh. This will be my new Interview with a Vampire. Oh, I yeah. enjoy the shit out of this fucking match. When he drank that blood, I popped so hard. Mm -mm. Um, Beautiful. Beautiful. I thought the aftermath was beautiful. They look, uh, Hangman looked beautiful laying there all almost dead with blood all over him. It was insane. Um, That the, was a good shot. The yeah, way they were yes. both laid out. Yeah. The way that Swerve was enjoying getting beat up and bleeding. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just loved it because they both, you could tell they both just gave it their all. And they were both so into it. I don't know. I enjoyed it so much. Insane. And then the cinder block coming out, yeah. which like, I'm like, is that a real cinder block? Is that like, sometimes I start thinking, I'm like, okay, is the barbed wired wheel? Like, I need <laughs> but that's only for my, like, not to say it that I want it to be fake, but that's only to make me feel better to about make watching feel better, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, well maybe, maybe it didn't hurt that bad. Right. <laughs> but like when Swerve took that chair with covered with barbed wire and it wrapped around hangman, I was terrified. I'm like, holy shit, that wasn't supposed to happen. And it's one of the rare moments that you see in wrestling of something that happens that's not supposed to. Yep. And the fact that you heard Hangman like scream, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Like I was like, end it. If I was the ref, I would have been like, call it. This is enough. Like yeah. we've seen enough. But this is definitely match of the year. I was thinking yeah. match of the fucking year. And then Brian Cage comes out, which kind of ruined the match for yeah. me. But I'm just choosing to forget about that. And this is still definitely match of the year contender for me. Um, yeah, what ugh, overall thoughts on this? I know you you said you're gonna watch this 27 times a day. 85, yeah. 85, okay. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Loved 10 it. 10 out of 10. There was also a spot where um I thought it was gonna be thumbtacks, but it wasn't thumbtacks, it was a broken glass. And swerve like sprinkles the broken glass onto oh, hangman, mm -hmm. and then he gets on the top rope and does like a 450 splash or however how many angle splash. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been one too many spins. Who knows? And that literally was also insane to me because I'm like, way to hurt both people. Yeah. Insane. And then Swerve posted a picture on Instagram the next day talking about how like little chunks of his skin were missing from the barbed wire. That was literally disgusting. Restaurant. That I, I feel like for me, um, I don't think so much about during the match and how, how in pain they must be. I think about after. Mm -hmm. Cuando se están recuperando yeah. and... And there's little chunks of skin missing. Have, that's disgusting. They have to sit on the airplane right after Ugh. they had a match like that. Like, that's crazy. I do wish I would have been there in person. I really do. To see it. To see that match. Oh, that would have been Well, beautiful. now you know, Rashford, the next Texas death match that Hangman's in, you got to be front row. I have you to have be to front row. Yep. I need to get a little splash of blood. A little splash of blood. On my jacket. Oh, my God. And you're never going to wash it. You're going to this is Hangman's blood. <laughs> <Yeah>, imagine. <laughs> I probably won't wash it for a couple of days so it can stain and then I'll wash it. I don't think you'll wash it ever, Miss Rose. <laughs> you think I, I won't? Yeah, I think you might just like save it and put it back in your closet. You'll be like, I have this jacket and it's got a little bit of Heyman's blood on it. Ooh, or you might frame it. You could frame it. You could actually, if you never want to wear that jacket, just cut the little piece of fabric 
and just frame that little piece. Okay, that's different. Yeah, I guess it depends on the jacket, but that is Very a different true. thought because I really cannot imagine myself not washing something. You know, I had such a hard time for months, yeah. months, 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 deciding if I was going to wash my Young Bucks jacket or not. The one that's the one that's autographed. autographed. And Mario was like, "Teddy, you absolutely better you not it. wash that." And did and you wash it? it? No, best friend. Oh my god. Okay. And for months and months and months, him and Sergio was like, "Don't wash it." They were like, "Don't." Wa-. I was like, don't "There wash has to be something you I can't can risk do. it." Yeah. And they're like, "No, just don't fucking wash it." So there it fucking is. Now wash, and it drives me insane. Like, you should just frame it. I am. Yeah, but yeah. right now it's like in a in a baggie until mm. I find like the perfect frame and okay. where I'm gonna put it. But that is the plan. Yeah, to frame um, it. Um, but it's definitely protected and everything. It's gotta be like a. I think there's gotta be the videos on it on how to like do it with uh, furniture and then furniture with fabric. Mm, Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, we'll look into this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the TBS championship match. We had Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart versus Sky Blue, who Sky got a new theme song. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's a little bit more edgier. Love to see it. And she was looking good in this match. Um, I think it really could have gone either way. I definitely had a feeling that Julia was winning. Yeah. Not because I don't like Chris Statlander, but I feel like her reign... Has been fine, right? Has been. I have enjoyed her reign because she has defended that championship so many times. Yeah, and that is why I have enjoyed it. And and, and she's a powerhouse. She's a powerhouse. Like yeah. she has done amazing with it. I, um, I wasn't ready for her to lose it, mm-hmm. but I knew it was going to happen. All of these matches yeah. she's had with Julia and the momentum that Julia has had, yeah. I'm like, Chris is going to lose it soon. I th- I'm I'm actually very glad that Julia got it because. I've talked about it here for months. I'm like, Julia's going to start her own faction. She's going to be her own baddie. And her with the championship belt, is just, this is perfect for her right now. Yeah. Um, I think this is only going to build her character. The fact that she's so over is amazing. And like the, watching the press scrum afterwards, like I forgot how young she was. She yeah. was talking about how she just had like aspirations of being on TV when she was 26. And she's like, and now I'm a champion at 22. And I was like, what? Insane. Insane. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Yep. I agree. With Sky Blue also has tremendous momentum, right? She is doing so, so good. And just, I hope that she keeps getting showcased well. Because, you know, we need more of the women. They just started putting Anna J in, in mm-hmm. matches again. And I love Anna J. So... Yes, more for the women. More, please, please. Love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Um, I, I have main event time, but we still have so many other things to mention. I totally forgot the Golden Jets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Who? What? Uh, like, okay, what's happening? They had the besties versus a bestie rude. and Chris Jericho. Absolutely rude. I'm not. I don't even remember what happened in that match. I wasn't here for it. Okay. Will Osprey got signed. Good for him. Got signed. Yeah, I, I agree. Good for him. He's a good wrestler. Um. That tag team championship ladder match. Did you think Ricky and Big Bill were going to retain? No. Really? Yeah. <gasps> what did you think was going to win? I honestly thought they were probably going to give it back to FTR. Um, mm. I wanted it for Rouge and Realistico, of course, but I knew it wasn't going to happen for Rouge and Realistico yet, but I really thought they were going to give it back to FTR. Interesting. Um, not that I didn't want Ricky and Big Bill to yeah. win, but I really thought that they were going to give FTR. Oh, my God. Yeah. You? No, I thought Ricky was going to retain Ricky and Big Bill. I think the match was good. Um, I just don't think it was one of the, I guess not one of the most memorable matches of the night because after that Texas death match, what was really memorable, yeah. right? And then, you know, two championships changed hands yeah. or the women's championships changed hands. So I think there was just 
other things to remember um, in that. And then let's talk about now main event That's not time. a main event. <laughs> um, so the AEW World Championship match, originally it was supposed to be MJF versus um, Jay White. And then that didn't happen because MJF uh, in the zero hour defended his championship, the Ring of Honor belts against the guns and he retained. But then the guns attacked him and then MJF had to be pulled out on an ambulance. And, Ad, you know, Adam, he's like, oh, Adam, don't let me, don't let them take my title. Don't let them take my title. And they're so dramatic. So dramatic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm here for it. They're so fucking dramatic. And then MJF coming out. Uh, so, so Adam Cole is like, I'll do it. I'll fight. And Jay White is like, are you fucking kidding me? Be fucking for real. He, I think Jay White was like, yes, okay. Jay White was having a yes. jolly, holly jolly old time yeah. this Christmas season. <laughs> yes. He's like, wow, Christmas came early for me. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. I'm ready. So he is in the ring, right? And then we're waiting for like MJF, whatever. And then you hear Adam Cole's music. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Adam Cole. Also, mind you, nobody stopped Adam Cole. He's on crutches. He's had a broken leg. I know. That's what that honestly, when I was watching that, I was like, wait a minute. Is everyone just going to be like, OK, yeah, Adam Cole is going to face Jay White. And in that and, moment, I'm like, OK, I, I guess. Right. You're like, sure. You know what I was expecting? Because I thought it was just going to be more dramatic than what it already was. Mm -hmm. I thought Britt was going to come out and be like, no, you're not no, going do to yeah. do this. Honestly, if we would have booked it, we would have done it like that. I think so. so. Britt, go out there. Yeah. Stop him. I all the drama. Yes. All the drama. And she would have killed it too. Oh, absolutely. And um, then we hear the little sirens and MJF has apparently stolen an ambulance to get back to fight Jay White. <laughs> and 27 security guards come out to try to stop MJF. But nobody tried to stop Adam Cole. Right. Bullshit. Right. That was the, honestly, that was a plot. Um, what's it called? It's, uh, damn it. Not not a plot twist. It's like, it's, it's missing. It was missing in the plot. I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. <laughs> Either way, it wasn't working out. Like yeah. they, that was a hole that they just didn't, I'm just not going to say it. I was going <laughs> to say something else. <laughs> There's a hole in the plot. I think that's what I was trying to say. Um, and then Britt Baker goes on Twitter and she's like, you're telling me that he, this man has not been able to load the dishwasher, but now he's having a match against Jay White, which I thought was so funny. That is so funny. She's so funny for that. Because I bet you he doesn't load the dishwasher. He probably doesn't load the he's dishwasher. He's probably like, like uh, no. he's like, I really can't do it. <laughs> I really can't shave my beard either. No. <laughs> that's a beard. Oh my gosh! But I feel like what? he's doing that shit on purpose, Russ. No, friend. yes, Russ friend. That was a that was a very good like um, uh, what's it called? I like that because he didn't shave and say, "Okay, I'm gonna show up to AW." No, he's like, "I'm gonna make it look like for real." I literally just left my house mm -hmm. to come and save. The, he's not this trying. Championship. He's not trying. And yeah, you know, like which only makes me further believe that he's the devil. Because a hundred percent, I feel like he's I mean, the, the maybe he's injured, right? I, I I fully believe that Adam Cole is injured, absolutely. But I feel that he is on a good road to recovery. That maybe at World's End he could possibly yes. reveal himself as a devil, right? Absolutely, he might be injured right now, but I feel like he might be exponentially better than he's putting off that he's giving us to to believe. Um, so I think he's like, yeah, I'm going to let my beard grow out. So people think I'm like super injured. Um, of course I'm going to keep wearing the cast and come out. So people think I'm super injured. Um, 
So when he does reveal himself to be the devil, people are like, oh my God, Adam, you can't even load the dishwasher. How are you the devil? Like, yeah. right? I thought that, I think that's where this is going. Um, but yeah, your thoughts on MJF coming back to fight this match and still like Adam Cole. I mean, that's MJF. I feel like I, honestly, I am not even surprised anymore. I, he has been, I feel like him and Adam have been in so many situations where Adam can't wrestle mm. and MJF has to um, step up, step up for the both mm. of them. And this was another no surprise for me. I'm like, okay, he's back and he's going to take his title back because I, not his title back because it, it's always been his, mm. but um, I feel like. Okay, because he already surpassed Kenny's reign, right? Yeah. And at first, I felt like I wasn't for it. I feel like mostly because I was salty that Heyman is not the champion anymore. <laughs> but now, honestly, the way that it's going, I, it's so MJF. This reign is so MJF. Like, yeah. he talks about being the best, and he's actually the best. The, the best. Yeah. Like, he's out here literally wrestling, injured by himself. He's I mean, cutting the promos, cutting doing the, promos, the meet and greets. Doing the tag team matches mm -hmm. by himself without Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. He's showing that he really is the best. I don't know. I, I, I really, I enjoyed that. I thought that was nice. Um, I did think it was weird to have Jay White lose yet again. Yeah. But we did talk about this last night. And I don't know. It looks like hopefully Jay White soon gets his... Yeah, so... Jay White, undefeated for a long time in AEW, love to see it. I I thought Jay White had it in the bag. Me I too. really did. Um, but I get it. They're saving MJF till he gets to his hometown at the very last pay per view. Yeah. And then afterwards, they're like, "All right, cool. They might, you know, change it." And but I see right now the the way that Bullet Club Gold has been accepted by people. And the excitement and, you know, they just have the fans behind them. I really thought Jay White was like going to take it. And especially, I guess if you were going to have that happen, don't injure MJF in the beginning. Yeah. Because then it totally makes it seem like when is, M when is Jay White going to actually be able to beat him? Because if he wasn't able to beat MJF with MJF hitting him with a, a championship title with uh oh no with jay white jay white hitting mjf with the title um with max being injured that's not believable yeah 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 i don't know yeah i i think when it comes to mjf side like the rain is very nice i like the way that it's going mm -hmm. but yeah then when it comes to like the other side of it like jay white um and yeah, i get it there's I, always got to be like a loser or whatever yeah of i just course. didn't want it to be jay white yeah yeah <laughs> and he came out of his red gear he had a whole mm, life-changing stuff for red. jay white mm -hmm. um but yeah uh I, I guess props to max and whoever the devil ends up being if it's adam cole if it's jack perry mm -hmm. um i literally have no idea now who it could be yeah me so. neither but i i do have a strong feeling it's adam cole baby it's like um i said this about cody yesterday i was like i i know when cody has something up his sleeve i just know that face mm -hmm. and it's the same thing on adam kobebe like i've known adam kobebe we've known adam kobebe since undisputed era mm -hmm. and he was so bad right yeah. he was bad boy <sighs> that's crazy <laughs> when and he... i knew when he had something up his sleeve i knew it and it's the same thing now i feel like I don't something's know. going on something's definitely going on something is happening. when when he was so fast to accept like that he'll wrestle Jay White for the championship. Like, yeah, dude, you're like, injured, but it. you're so like, 
Yes, I'm like, I'll do he it. wants to lose. When he was I'm telling, um, on Wednesday when we went to Dynamite, where he was telling yes. um, Max, Max, you have to be a man of your word. You have to fight Samoa Joe. You have to give him a title shot. Yes. I would not be doing that. If my bestie that, said, no, I ain't fighting you, then no, she ain't fighting you, right? That too, yes. Mm. Especially, seeing, especially seeing that from the second row friend. Yes. You can see we it were, in Adam Kobebe's face. Adam Kobebe didn't want to look at us because he was going to break character. Uh-huh. But he knew. He knew what he was doing. Mm. Interessante. I see him. I totally see him. Los mirando. Love to see it. Um, all right, let's wrap it up with this tournament that's happening yes. in AEW, which Mario had to explain it to me. Sergio had to also explain it to me. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused because I thought this was going to be, now I know the terms to all of this. I thought it was going to be like an eliminator tournament where you're just like, you have a match, whoever loses, you're out of the tournament. That is not what's happening. And I wanted it to have like 35 competitors. I want it to be a gold, a silver, a platinum, a blue, whatever. Yeah. And in the gold category, who is it? It's um, Max, Senor Rouge. Um, let's pull this up. Let's see. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Because <laughs> there's literally so many people in this tournament. And I guess it's all numbers based, which also freaks me out because I'm terrible with numbers. Um, let's look it up. It's the Continental Classic. And they also did a special preview for this on Wednesday where they were kind of announcing all of the the contenders, mm-hmm. right? So Eddie Kingston comes out, which also Eddie put all of his titles on the line. So now whoever ends up winning this tournament will have three championship titles mm-hmm. and will also be able to fight in New Japan, which Jay White is also part of the gold, right? Yes, so in gold, it's John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, Rouge, Mark Briscoe, Jay Lethal, and Jay White. And for the Blue League, it's Mm -hmm. Brian Danielson, Andrade Lidolo, Brody King, Claudio Castagnoli, Daniel Garcia, and Eddie Kingston. Okay. Um, Yeah, so you were saying. Yeah, no, what are are your thoughts on the the people being announced? Which, after I had it explained to me, I'm like, there's just going to be so many numbers that I have to keep up with. Mario. Mario. You said Eddie. (laughs) Did I say Eddie? Eddie explained it. Did to I really friend. say it? Yes. <laughs> okay, restaurant. Are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> There's wow. That's honestly. Why was I thinking? Oh, because I was telling Ed, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie putting his Eddie putting his titles up on the line. <laughs> That's insane. Oh my god. No, anyway, <laughs> um, I want to see where this goes because I like you. Emma, was a little bit confused because restaurant. Even when I watch New Japan, like when I watch the G One, the mm. whole A block, B block, C block, D block thing. It's very confusing for me. I honestly just watch and have fun, and I'm like, whoever wins, whoever wins. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, of course, I have my picks, but I don't, I don't follow up with the scores and all of that. So we got to see a couple of matches in in Chicago, so we're super excited for that. We got to see Swerve again versus uh, Jay Lethal, and then we got Jay White who fought Senor Rouge. Shout out to Senor Rouge, that's our boy. He doesn't know it, but he is. And then we got to see John Moxley who defeated Mark Briscoe. And now I've learned that all of these people are going to have four more matches, which mm-hmm. insane, mm-hmm. insane. So technically, I was this was the only thing that I was confused by because Eddie Kingston could lose his first two matches, right? And technically, if he you know lost every match, then that's when he would lose his championship titles. But he still has the chance to win if he wins two three more matches Mm -hmm. um, depending on how well everyone else does, which that is what's a little confusing to me. Mm -hmm. But I think this tournament is going to be fun. 
I really wish there was other people in the tournament. I wanted more people in the tournament, TBH. Yeah, me but too. But because everyone's having 37 matches, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, same. Especially, like, we're... It's not like... Um, what's it called? Like, that's the only thing that they're going to focus on in AEW. Yeah. Had it just been that or, like, mm-hmm. th- there's going to be a pay-per-view for just that, mm-hmm. there would be more. But um, for me, this is just one of those things where... I just start learning as it goes. Yeah. And that's that's it. Like, it's going to be a good learning experience for rest friends. Yeah. Um, see, because I, like, in my eyes, like, I wanted a Takeshita in here. A Kenny would have been great. Because I I didn't know, I guess, the contenders or the level of contenders who were going to be in there. If it was going to be, like, you know, because you have Danny Garcia. Mm-hmm. But you also have John Moxley. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh. Danielson. Danielson. Like, these are, like, top. Pro- and I guess you can clearly see, I guess, for me, the bottom of the totem pole here. Yeah. Is Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Not to say Daniel Garcia is not a fantastic wrestler because he is. He's a great technical wrestler. And um, and I'm like, oh, okay, if Danny Garcia is going to be in here, I'm like, you're definitely got to throw Yuta in there. They were both Ring of Honor pure champions. And they were both in factions. Like, they're great wrestlers. Um, and then they're like, oh, that's it. And I was like, that's it? Yeah. Brody King is in here. Like, what do you mean that's it? Like, insane. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, that that's just how it went down for me. But, uh, yeah, I was like, where's Takeshita? Where's Kenny Omega? Mm-hmm. Um, if Kenny wasn't too busy with Chris Jericho and the Golden Golden Jets, whatever, the, whatever the which is a is, terrible yeah. name, Chris I Jericho, terrible name. Maybe he just, he's like, all right, I'm coming close to the end of the career. I haven't worked with Kenny. Let me work with Kenny. He's like, I got to do it. I get it. He's living on a prayer. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this tournament. I think it's going to be great. Who do you think is going to win it all? Or maybe who are, who are the last two? Because I think I heard that it was going to be like the blue versus the gold, right? It was going to mm-hmm. be one from each. So who do you think is going to be like the final two? I'm going to say Danielson and Jay White. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think Jay White is going to be um, top, top contender for sure. Okay. Oh my God. I don't know. It's because, uh, I mean, also thinking about what we know, you know, from what we they've said in interviews, um, Danielson would love to work in New Japan. So that would obviously be the perfect opportunity for him to go work in New to Japan go, and defend yeah. this title, this unified title, right? But then also he likes the schedule that he's got on Saturdays. Right. So would he then have the time to be defending on technically all three brands? Well, that's the thing too. Like we're, we're coming to the end of the year, meaning wrestle kingdom mm-hmm. is near. So I feel like there would be the perfect opportunity for him to, to, have to finally there. go and, and have stuff. his fun over there. But we can say the same thing about Jay white. Yeah. Like he comes from new Japan and that, that was his home for That's so long. Home, yeah. He's been very vocal about how he didn't want to just leave. So that could be another person that also wins it and goes and works in new Japan for a bit. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I feel so bad for Eddie Kingston because what, <laughs> what are they doing? You know, they yeah. had Samoa Joe vacate that championship yeah. for ring of honor. And now Eddie Kingston is technically uh, not vacating. Right. But he, he really is. Te- Eddie Kingston is not going to win this tournament. I love Eddie Kingston. He's not winning this tournament. Um, I think, are they trying to like revamp Ring of Honor again? What I are we mean, doing? I hope so. Like, I really have high hopes that one day Tony's going to be like, okay, this isn't going to be fucking AW Dark anymore. We're really going to Ring of Honor. Make it exclusively mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. And not make it feel like it's just AW Dark. And we sat through 37 Ring of Honor matches. We did. During Dynamite. And that was nothing, though, to what we've been through. Oh, absolutely. It, it felt short yeah um 
let's talk about a little bit of Ring of Honor because we watched a match where something happened and it was Cole Carter came out with Maria Canellas and Griff Garrison, who's not Jungle Boy, versus Christopher Daniels and um, Matt Seidel, who's Evan Bourne. I love to see it. Tennis, I was talking to you about <laughs> yeah, you how like, I loved Evan Bourne when he was in WWE. Like top 10 guys for me when I was growing up. I was like, oh my God, Evan Bourne. He like he was in a boy band. And you know, I love boys who look like they're in boy bands. Yeah. So he ended up doing something with Cole Carter and Cole was trying to get back up and then he couldn't get back up. So I don't know if like what the seriousness of an injury is. I haven't like seen anything written about it. So I don't know. Maybe he was just fine. Maybe it just happened in that moment, but he couldn't get up yeah. from that, that injury. And then the doc goes in there it was pretty scary, right? Because we didn't know what was happening. It happened so fast. So I just said that he did see that he fell on his head um, or land on his head. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, everything happened so fast that one moment, like, they're doing what they're doing. The next, you know, he's uh, he couldn't get up. Oh, I yeah. saw his eyes roll back because he tried to get up and his eyes rolled back. And I was like, oh, this is serious. And Serge was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I think he really is injured. Um, and yeah, as soon as the ref said, that match is over. We were like, okay, this is very serious. And then mm-hmm. also, you can see it in um, Matt Seidel's face. Yeah, Matt he, Seidel was upset. He was upset that, you know, obviously yeah. he felt like he caused that. Um, And then Christopher Daniels got on the mic. And he then got on the mic. He was like, sorry, we didn't want to win like this. Um, He said, don't try this at home. Wrestling is dangerous, which absolutely fucking lootly it is. Yeah, gave his, uh, call his, his flowers mm-hmm. because... Holy shit. Like yeah. that happening in front of everybody too. Like that must be devastating. Yeah. During a batch. And then Tony Khan comes out and running from backstage. Khan running. He was like, oh my God, is everything okay? Like this is what I imagine. But he's like, is everything okay? But Tony Khan coming out, like that means a lot too, right? Like yes. he's checking on his performers, checking on his wrestlers. And the professionalism of Christopher Daniels. Mm-hmm fantastic to right away think about getting on the mic be like and- let me say something yeah. let me address it and i don't know if they're going to keep it in the tapings if they're not um if cole is okay i hope we hope he is yeah um because it it was scary to be in that room and we're like oh my god is, is he okay because he was just laying there mm-hmm. and i mean they didn't they, he, he was fine like they, they ended up like walking out but like he was being carried mm-hmm. so yeah it was it was pretty scary yeah. but um we got to see Billy turn on Athena. Yes. Ketchup and mustard. If honestly, Chicago, I cannot. Ring of Honor. The show was fun. Yeah. I don't know if I would pay to watch it, but it was fun. If it was, was like casually on TV, I'd be like, you know what? Let me just put it on and maybe I'll do other stuff. I think that's what they need to work towards. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. All right. I think I think that's it for this episode, Russ. I mean, we got to see Cole Cabana. <gasps> oh my God. I'm so sorry, Cole Cabana. It's okay. So much happened. Literally, we've seen yes. so much wrestling this week. Exactly. Like, so much happened. We've been busy. Honestly, I was kind of upset that we were not in Colt's vlog because we saw Colt. We saw Colt before the show started. Teddy and I were going to the bathroom, as we do before the shows, because we're not going to sit there having to pee. And I'm not going to go pee during the show. During the show yeah. I might be hungry during the show, but I'm going to go pee. But we look at, in the distance of the hall, and there's Colt Cabana. And we were like, <gasps> we immediately, like, Stopped and we looked at each other. Like, oh my god, it's Cole Cabana! And then Sergio was like, "Yes, it's Cole Cabana." Cole- Sergio was like so cool about everything. He's like, he could see the young bucks in front of him, and be like, "Oh, the young bucks." <laughs> you know, he's so unfazed. No, for because sure, he- Sergio is the celebrity. Like, he's so unfazed by everything. He's always else. making friends. Yeah, that's so. Oh my god, the guy who was next to him at Dynamite. Yeah. Oh my god. 
chatting their lives away. Literally, rest friend. I so, was like, yeah, next. <laughs> I don't know. One minute we're watching wrestling, next thing you know, you're over here talking to someone. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. Weird. <laughs> weird, but, but great. I mean, I mean, thinking back to like when when he had Kenny Omega right in front of him. I mean, yeah, he just so nonchalantly like he Chill. he just helped him. Like nothing. I would have been like, oh my god, I just helped Hangman. Yeah. Like holy shit. No, Sergio was just in like. Probably in his it, head, internalizing like, I just it. He's like, I did that. I, I fucking did that. <laughs> what? Not us. We would have been like, oh my god, oh my god, but you like, saw that? Did you oh, see Jesus, that? It's so crazy. Oh my god, let me see if I was on TV. Dad. He always giggles when you and I talk about like our experiences. I don't know if you remember when we talked about when um I met the Notch and you and I were like kind of screeching. Oh and my god, stuff. yes. Him and Mario were just staring They're at each kidding. other, laughing. They and were it's like, like that's wow. just how we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man Colt was great Colt and Brandon Cutler they had like a little they had great chemistry love to see them and we also saw um, the boys and we saw Dalton Castle yes. who we absolutely love Dalton and then we also saw the return of Danhausen oh yes you're so right <laughs> very nice very evil very nice very evil I didn't think Dan we were going to get Danhausen TBH Dan I was hearing some rumors about him and I was like there's no way I know and then I saw afterwards that he had said that they were just rumors yeah. like people were Trying to yeah. start shit. People were him. saying that he was selling fake merch of himself at Comic Cons, which I'm like, what? There's no way. That was crazy. When, Insane. When you right? told me who, about that, I was like, there's comes, no way. Who yeah. comes up with this stuff, TVH? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> all right. Final thoughts, Russ, friend. Anything we forgot to talk about? We got to mention. I'm not sure. I, no, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, at least we talked about Cole. We, we were very excited to see Cole Cabana. Um, Immediately from the moment we saw Colt, I I, mean, I texted everybody. I'm like, oh, we saw Colt Cabana. Yeah, he didn't see us, but we saw him. No, he did not see us. If we would have yelled, he would have definitely if walked we, towards us. Maybe if we would have stayed there too. But I don't want to stay there I looking all thirsty, like waiting for Colt Cabana to walk by us. Honestly, he would have been so flattered. He would have been like, oh, I know, I got these bitches waiting for me. That's so true. <laughs> At least he saw us in the crowd. He did. He did. Oh my god. Also, Gringo Loco was giggling at us. Because oh, he totally did laugh at us. We were who was he fighting? Commander. Oh my god, we got to, that was an incredible lucha match. Yes, totally forgot it was Commander. But he's like, he gets up at the top, and Gringo Loco's like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. And he looked directly at us, and we were like, No, yeah, we're like, No, you're not. Like, no, no. please leave him alone. Kenny and I were like, don't Waving, do it. like, don't. don't do it. No, we were with our hands in the air. No, we, by this time we had moved up to the front. Of, of the front row so mm -hmm. he was in the corner that he was at he literally made eye contact with us um i wonder if we'll come out in that shot who knows we gotta that is so we true. might need to come out and but teddy and i were like no don't do it oh my god he was like laughing he, he thought that shit was so funny he really did because then he went for it yeah then he fucking we're did like it. wow rude <laughs> <laughs> he looked at us in our eyes and said us, ha and watch then did this it. he said i'll do you one better i'm gonna do it <laughs> Man, it's just been a great week of wrestling for us. I think this is, this was us like at 100, like dynamite, collision, not collision, dynamite rampage. Why am I saying dynamite <laughs> ring of honor? Oh my God. And Survivor Series. I actually like, want to say I was more like at a seven. Right at a seven? Because <laughs> honestly, dynamite was chill. Well, our energy was chill, but like as in terms of like schedule, and oh yeah, 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 you're so yeah. right. You're so right. Yesterday too. Yesterday I was like, I, I was, I was, I kind of didn't want to go just because I haven't been watching WWE. I 
So, but, you know, being there, everything happened so fast. I'm like, okay, that was, it was a good experience. It was a nice pay-per-view for us coming back from not watching WWE yes. to now being able to, it was, it was chill. It wasn't anything crazy. It was short. And if we would have had our coffee, that she would have gone like that, honestly. Oh, it would have That would have only made it better. Perfect. Honestly, yeah. that's the only thing that was missing, <laughs> to be honest with you. Because even every, the crowd, like the section we were in, beautiful. Chill. Beautiful. Yeah. I could hear children here and there just talking too much, but eh. Children talking too much. You know, eh. Yeah. It's okay. It was okay. No, no, no. Literally, the crowd around us, no one was disrespectful. Mm. No one was annoying. No one so smelled good. bad. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. I love beautiful. to see it. Beautiful, love beautiful time. It. I'm I'm ready for, I'm ready to be on a 10, which is what usually all out. That's usually when we're all at a like, yeah. that's usually when we're like at 100. Oh my God. We're, we're just on it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to things. Very much looking forward to the end of the year pay-per-view, which I'm not going to end up watching till I get back from Mexico because I'm oh, leaving you're the Oh, you're going to be in Mexico. Yeah. So the last two weeks, I'm going to miss out on wrestling and I'll probably watch it in the new year. Yeah. So that'll be it. But we will get a couple more rest friends, maybe hopefully two more episodes, two pods up. Before um, you leave. Yeah, before I leave. But... All right, rest friend, where can our rest friends find us on social media? Twitter. Well, I'm sorry. I know it's not called Twitter anymore. I know I keep saying I call Twitter. it Twitter too. I still if call it Twitter. If you call Twitter X. X, you were at X. the Capitol Riots on January 6th. I don't I make kind the of rules. agree. That's actually That's good kind point. of the vibe that it gives. Um, yes, you go on Twitter or if you know it as X, this is the only time I'm going to say that X, but... Go on Twitter, Instagram, mm -hmm. on our bio. We have our link tree yeah. link on there. Yeah. And when you click on our link tree, we have the link to everything. Every everything. Rest friend content. Yeah. YouTube, our podcast links. Um, Again, our Instagram, our Twitter. Yes. If you're not following us on YouTube, you need to go and subscribe to us on YouTube immediately. Um, Watch our videos. I think yeah. we put some good stuff up there. Watch our unboxings. We unboxed the the women's tag team belt, which was beautiful. Yeah. And we just have so many vlogs. So many Great interviews. Time. Edie Great does time. so many beautiful Great interviews. Time. Um, she has the Love great me. questions, the questions that everyone wants to know about. Thank you, restaurant. So please go watch those interviews. Get our numbers up, guys. And if even if you're already subscribed, go watch a random video, any video, give it a like, leave a comment. It helps put our videos out there yes. to get more rest friends. So yeah. we appreciate you guys listening to this episode. Thank you so much for sticking along. It's an hour and 40 minutes long. Wow. Absolutely. But this is the only time you're going to hear us talk about CM Punk for the next year. Till, till next year. <laughs> till next year. <laughs> Which is in two months. <laughs> Restaurant is way less than two months. Is it? Oh, well. Yes. Oh, my God, it is. Yes. Oh, my God. In a month from now, it's going to be Christmas Day. Well. Crazy. Christmas. That's crazy. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys so much. Bye, Rest Friends. Goodbye.